remove Javante Davis. Living young, got room for patience. This a dope podcast. It ain't drugs when we move the bases. Houston, we got a problem. Taking off like the Rockets. This a three man weed coming at you with topics. Get the handy with logic. Baby, showtime's back. You slow, catch up. You're gonna fall now flat. It's imperative. Transitioning from changing the narrative. You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. Come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. We come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. And we are live. Now, gang, gang, gang. Yo, 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 what's good out there? Good people in the world. You already know who it is. You got your three favorite guys from your favorite podcast, the Three Man Weave Podcast. As always, you know, you got your favorite guy, me, Cannon, but I always got my two counterparts with me. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself, fellas. You already know who it is. It's your boy, Hill. He'll go here regardless, baby. Let's get it. And you already know it's AJ. I'ma switch my picks up as I feel necessary. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Where can they find us at Hill? Well, you know you can catch us on all major podcast platforms, Three Man Weave, Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave underscore. Y'all here on Facebook. The viewership is on YouTube, Three Man Weave. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. This is episode 80, 80. October 1st, baby. Woo, it's getting spooky out here, baby. Getting spooky. The big 80? My, it's my favorite time of year because, of course, you know, we are in football season. But, you know, it's, it's my birthday month as well. So, this is, this, this is my time of year. <laughs> this is where I shine, man. So I plan on having some good episodes this month. I plan on, you know, carrying my weight this time around. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Talk that talk. <laughs> so first of all, so since, 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 since we're going to go ahead and just jump right into it. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what we doing? Let's get it. All right. Did, did y'all see the debates? Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did see that. That mockery um, of, I guess that's what we call a debate. Um, I'm just saying, man, I was very disappointed in what I saw. Um, Seeing, you know, every presidential debate (laughs) since Bill Clinton. Um, One thing I will say, despite how how the candidates, you know, may disagree with each other. One thing I will say is they always kept it. Um. They always kept it classy. You know, they threw blows, but they tried to keep it classy. But but what I saw right there was just like a mockery. Um, y'all know I'm an educator. And I'm just thinking like, if my kids see that, you know, that's the exact same behavior that I argue with them about, you know. And that's the president of the United States sitting up here throwing tantrums, acting like a three-year-old. I was in disbelief and I was embarrassed to be an American. I mean, which has been happening a lot lately. No, well, and, and I, I will 100% get you. And, you know, in past debates, you know, you'll have like your quote-unquote mud slinging and all that. 
but he literally mm-hmm. said you have a drug addict son yeah man i would have fought that man i'm sorry but and, and here's my whole thing this, for, me, for me the whole issue with me with that statement of course it was it's funny but you are a president mm-hmm. making a mockery out of someone's son who has a who you know they they beat addiction mm-hmm. you're the president in your america under your under your mm-hmm. tenure you have an opioid epidemic you have an opioid problem in this country that you that you are supposedly you know helping with, and you're making a mockery of somebody with drugs. That further lets me know you don't really give a good goddamn about nobody else. Nobody. It's really about you know trying to make yourself look good, and it's all about you. Like Trump is probably like he's the he's the biggest baby that we've ever had <laughs> in, in, in the pres- in the presidential office, man. Like he. Like he literally, he literally was like somebody on the playground trying to argue like why is his basketball and he should be able to shoot first. Mm-hmm. That's like, a fact. Like, like yo, it was it was hilarious. And my favorite part of the debate was Trump saying, "Big Ten football, football <laughs> and we've literally had a topic on this. On this show about uh, all of the issues going on in the Big Ten with COVID, and then like clockwork, <laughs> the NFL had to cancel a game because mm-hmm. of COVID. So it's just like, bro, like he like he always tries to take credit for shit, and it really don't be true. And it's 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 truly hilarious that people actually allow him to do it because these politicians that are quote unquote Democrats, they so soft because. He be blatantly lying. Blatantly. Blatantly. He blatantly lied. They don't never <clears throat> they don't never call him out on it. And Joe Biden, he, he was in a tough spot because he's he's battling early onset dementia and, <laughs> uh, and trying to argue with him. So it's, it, it, it's so difficult for him because he he's trying to remember what he got to say and he get cut off. Y'all know I be having a hard time. Imagine being 80 and trying to remember something. And so I'm just like, what like what takes me to it is why the hell we still got these two old ass dudes doing this? Like I just don't understand. I don't understand like I understand from the Republican side, but if we got so many young progressive people that are quote like on the Democrat side, on the Democratic part in the Democratic Party or whatever. How do we end up with this old ass dude representing us? And that just further lets me know, man. These primaries, man. They this this was all like, oh, we just gonna think we can win. Cause I think even Bernie's <coughs> sharper than Joe Biden, but that's neither here nor there. It just shows that the that the system overall is just flawed. I mean, and that's and a fact. And it's terrible. I mean, I text you personally and I asked you, because it was a genuine question that I had, and I asked, what's the purpose of us watching this particular debate? And what I tell you? Comedy. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that 100%. was 100%, 100% true, because I'm like, I already know who I'm voting for, and I know the reason why I got to vote for him. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, you know, he said, I'm not, do whatever you want to do, please vote, do exercise your right, please do what you got to do, be responsible. But it won't nothing that's gonna go change my mind. Yeah. So I'm sitting there like, what's the purpose of me watching this? And like AJ informed me, he said this is going to be comedy. Yeah. And lo and behold, the moment after he said said that, 
Oh, the they whole, started. The whole debate was comedy from For real. start and, to and finish. And the highlights that I've seen, and, you know, <laughs> the recap that I've seen, I'm like, oh, this is this is pathetic that this is America, but this is America. And it's funny that AJ used the word, like, I saw his brain turning. He was searching for a word, and the one word that he could come to his mind was the biggest baby. Because that's that's all that you could say in response to it. And to your point about Joe, Joe, we know Joe is not the sharpest. He's not the sharpest. But what I will tell you is um, he a better person than Trump at the core. Um, and right now, to me, that's all that matters. Even with all the mudslinging that Trump did, which was out of line, I commend Joe for staying classy. He did, you know, take a few jabs, which was out of a, a presidential candidate's character. But it's like, if that were me, it would have been way worse. I, that debate would have ended at the moment when he tried to disrespect my son. I don't care which one it was, <clears throat> especially when the man knows how dirty his family is. Like, as dirty as your family is, you shouldn't come to this debate to talk about anybody's family. But it, it goes to AJ's point. He's just telling blatant lies when it comes to the facts about anything dealing with presidential policy, um, foreign policy, or any of the issues facing America. So if all he knows is lies, he has no choice but to try to spin it into, you know, a troll session. And that's and that's what it was. It was like a versus for presidents. <laughs> Bro, this, this, one, this wasn't a versus. This was the battle rap... Mm -hmm. Boxing showdown. <laughs> Con Conor McGregor wish he could have <laughs> this type of face to face. Mm -hmm. He wished. Like it was. It was so. It was so childish. And like there was definitely some some funny moments there and, and all of that. But my whole thing was like, what did we get accomplished? <laughs> like, and, and 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 that's my thing. And, and personally, I honestly don't think there's like. I like for just actual like pr productivity. I don't think there should be another debate because it's only going to be more of that. Yeah, it's exactly going to be more of that. Nobody you're, you're can not, control that, man. You're, you're you're not going to get a full out productive debate. So if you have some, if you have some quote unquote unsure voters out there, if if they don't, if they ain't sure after that. You ain't never gonna be sure because I think it's only gonna get worse. That's a fact. Especially. And, oh, go ahead. No, I, mean, I ain't really got much. I just want to give a shout out to the moderator, bro. They they were they were going on the moderator, but I but I agree with you, Hill. I think that the moderator did his best job as as he could. One because he never moderated anything in his life where an adult acted like that. <laughs> you know where we're supposed to be. A conscious thing and he's and he said like your, your your whole campaign agreed to the terms why are you acting like this and the only thing i could have seen him doing you know to make the pundits happy was to literally say you lost your two minutes but that's never happened in a presidential debate before so i'm literally at home i'm like yo are they about to take his two minutes like it was like a boxer that kept throwing low blows you won't even let this man talk, and you're not answering any of the questions. You're talking about whatever you want, and and shout out to the moderator because it's like <laughs> I I don't know what any moderator could have done um, 
giving this, knowing that that's the first time we ever seen anything like that before. I think that he, you know, with him being on the fly, I think he did the best he could. I think I think if they're going to keep doing this, they need to have a kill switch to the mic. Like, cut their mic off. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, hey, 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 ain't no let them rap. Hey, cut it off. <laughs> cut it off. Dave Chappelle, Dre, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap, wrap it, it up. up. You need that because ain't no way that you we're ever going to have anything productive with him just talking over someone. Mm-hmm. And his his supporters, they think he was spitting. They think he was out there dropping knowledge. And that's that's the sad. I keep saying this every time. I like I, It can't get no worse. But someone. Sad, man. It's sad, man. It's so, sad. But, I mean, you know, no need to to dwell on this debate because it's only going to piss me off even more. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, y'all better than me. Y'all motherfuckers really voted this dude in. We yeah. knew. He yeah. showed us his colors, bro. Boy don't know anything about running nothing, man. The the the, the, the elites, they don't even respect him. They <laughs> think he's a joke. They, he was never really one of them. And they tried. They tried everything they could to stand with him, but a lot of them have literally had to step aside from him after that because it's like you don't respect the office. You don't. And I always use this, and I hate to have to use this because I'm, not, I'm I was not a George Bush fan, and I'm talking about the second George Bush. I miss him because I really felt like he was at the time. I felt like he was incompetent. Um, you know, but one thing I will have to commend George Bush on is as much as I thought he was incompetent, as much as our people were mostly against him during that time, he carried himself presidentially. And I have to respect that about him. One thing that I'm learning now is, okay, I'm not going to always have my candidate in office, but the least they can do is respect the office. And, you know, and I felt like, you know, George Bush at least did that. Trump, he don't. He don't respect the office or the country. He's is I'm I'm up there watching him and it's like we didn't put a mob we didn't put a mob affiliate in office. That's what we done done. <laughs> yeah. And we in trouble. We ain't put a mob affiliate. This Rico. <laughs> this, this this Rico from Payton Fool. He he ain't got no sense to him. Hey, he's just like, hey, I'm a shooter. Shoot a shoot. That's all he that's all he know. Only reason What's I say affiliate. <laughs> You know, only reason I say affiliate because it's well known that they really don't like him neither. You know, he was into them for some money some years back, but it's like kid cash cow. So they allow him to operate. And it's like if if he's in charge, technically they're in charge. So that's basically what's going on with America right now. Yeah, I mean, so basically what you're saying is we're fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving on. Shout out to my guy Global, man. What's up? Yeah, you see, you see Global, Global mm-hmm. here. So, um, let's get into this game that let's let's get into this game that's got canceled. All right. <laughs> uh, we we can it can it you came you came up with a plan for the NFL to operate mm-hmm. within the pandemic. Yep. What we have now come to realize is <laughs> that nobody they don't listens. have a plan. <laughs> nobody <laughs> not, listens not even to nobody They don't have a plan at all. They go on, They're flying off the 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 whim right mm-hmm. now. Um, 
And it's sad because this all could have been prevented. And if you go back to our IG page and just look through our posts, you'll see a lengthy post where, you know, I laid out COVID protocols on how the NFL could do an NFL bubble. And some people even slid into those comments and said to me, I was doing too much. And I <laughs> and I and my my statement to them was literally without this by week four, games are going to start to be canceled. And and lo and behold, here we are at the start of week four, and games are starting to be canceled or postponed or whatever. But I've seen this coming clear as day. And it's, this is what I tell Hill and AJ all the time. This is one of the reasons why we started the podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't get paid millions of dollars to make NFL decisions. But how can I see something coming months before you? And you get paid millions. You get paid millions, so the fact that you didn't have a better COVID plan, something similar to the NHL or the NBA, shame on you. And shame on all the powers that be that make decisions in the NFL. Shame on y'all, man. Because the most important thing is what you said about they get paid millions. Mm -hmm. So what happens if they don't have a season they feel that they're in jeopardy of those millions to diminish that's true. when in all when in all actual when in all actuality is i guarantee you even if they didn't have a season and we were able to have a season next year viewership not going to be down Mm-mm. if if people are willing to watch a jaguars dolphins game <laughs> on thursday they will watch football again next year mm-hmm. people like america has shown that we don't care how shitty the football quality is, we still go and watch. People still watch the Bengals. People still watch the Jaguars. People still watch the Dolphins. People still people. Be, the Browns got one of the most rabid fan bases in NFL history. Ain't nobody stopped watching the how? Browns. I don't know how. <laughs> so we have proven. Or, or that Je- oh Jets versus Denver. Oh my God. Oh man. Global. global. <laughs> Look, Look, hey. I'm gonna tell you like this. We have right, proven. We have proven. We will watch football. So I guarantee you. Yeah, we may not. We y'all may miss out on a season, but I guarantee you. Look, y'all go. Y'all go make it up on the back end. That's a fact. Y'all still gonna make it up? Cause, could you imagine how happy people would be for football if we had to sit out a whole year? The optimism of every fan base, if they had to sit out a whole year and be like, "Oh, next year is our year." But the thing is, like. They had so much time to look at other, other leagues, mm-hmm. other models, what to do. Okay, this is what not to do. Okay, that worked. We can use that. Okay, this worked. We can come up with something. You mean to tell me y'all just really just waited till it happened now and be like, oh, this is what we're going to do. Don't forget, this ain't the first player. The Falcons player, A.J. Terrell, he got COVID. But yeah. It was just yeah. one. Mm-hmm. It was just one. So, nah, keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Keep it moving. This Titans thing almost almost jeopardized four teams now. Yeah, that's a fact. It had a trickle down effect for four teams. Luckily, the Vikings they cleared, so they can they can move on. But now Whoa. the Steelers is affected. Yeah. Now the Steelers affected. They ain't do nothing wrong. Ain't do nothing wrong. Just can't even play. They ready to go too. Ready to go. They rolling. <laughs> what, what? So COVID COVID really hit nationwide, and people start taking it serious back in March, right? Mm-hmm. Your season had just ended in February. They should have been so the most prepared, bro. So basically, all off season, you've been operating like, oh, everything about to go, you know, 
according to schedule. And that takes me back to these billionaire owners who run the, the league office, basically. Who they friends with? The president. Yeah. And what he been saying, oh, I thought we going to be good. Get it open. Hot, open the, the economy. The hot, the, hot weather, the hot weather is going to clear it right up. Very, very short. Very, very low cases. <laughs> nah, y'all need to have a plan anyway. Because guess what? This, the people in science was telling you, hey, when they get cold, we going to be fucked. It's going to be a whole nother second wave of this. And what y'all do? Oh, no, nah, we're going to be good. And you know what? You And like I was telling y'all, how I knew, how I know that the NFL don't have no plan is because they didn't know when the game was going to be played when they had to cancel. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was like, okay, we're going to postpone it to Monday, maybe Tuesday. Oh, wait. No, we going to have to move it to later on in the season. I knew it wasn't going to be Monday. When y'all going to move it later on in the season? It like, takes 14 days to clear. The, the, play, no. the, the playoffs start a, a, literally right after the season, the next week. So what y'all going to do? Y'all going to have to play on Sunday and then play on Wednesday, and if they make the playoffs play again on Saturday or Sunday? Bro, they were hoping to play this thing on Sunday. Don't, don't, that's let, they was, what they was hoping to not let them practice all week and let them play on Sunday and wing it. They and would have spread that. more cases across the NFL and would have, once again, I predicted this whole thing. This is stupid. What, this shouldn't what, even be a topic. What ruined, it, it really shouldn't. But what ruined it was that one dude, they had another additional dude get it. Exactly, and, 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 and that's when I was like, "Oh yeah, we fucked up. We got, we got, we got shut this shit down." That's but what logically, everything that we've seen from COVID has shown us you need to, if you want to run a league, you're gonna have to cut those people off from the rest of the world. You're gonna have to test them, make sure that they're all negative, then you quarantine them together. And that's your best likely chances of keeping the virus out. But when you have these teams who are not bubbled and the players can come and go as they choose, um, and then we're supposed to all come together by the masses on Sunday and, and think that we all going to be good, no, it's not going to work that way. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. And, you know, here's, here's why I knew the NFL was going to fuck up. Because they was going to test everyone all throughout the week. But they wasn't testing nobody on game day. I mean, they I mean, been doing, they've been doing a good job. Let's let at first, whoa, I'm gonna give them their credit. They've been doing a good job with rapid testing in training camp when having made certain teams. I mean, certain teams were bubble. They was doing a certain job with the rapid test, and they was getting cocky because they didn't have any positive tests for for two for the whole camp and for the first two weeks. But this is, but that's my point. If like what. What what's the point of? Oh yeah, I I wear condoms all the time. Except this time, <laughs> what's gonna happen? You you put yourself at risk. That's a fact. So that's what they did. You got lax. I mean, yeah, I know it feel good, and you could just and you could just go in, and you could just dive in and be like, you know, it ain't no thing. We've been good. That's but no, fact. if if you have if you have a proper plan in place, you're going to follow that proper plan all the time. It don't it ain't no getting lax. It's Every single time. And I, I I actually was gonna commend the NFL for finding these coaches for not wearing their mask on the sideline. I was just about to bring that up. I was like, okay. It's I'm really about to turn up now. I'm I'm happy for y'all for doing that. But then I mean it don't matter if y'all when y'all not on TV, y'all not still keeping that same energy. Mm-hmm. 
Me. Yeah. And and to end, to to go back to your point to Marcus Cannon point where he talk about you know people view the NFL as a gladiator sport. This is this is different because now it's telling people to go against everything that they really believe in and what they've been told. You know, you're supposed to play when you got a little you know hamstring or a little twisted ankle. This ain't that though. Mm-hmm. This is this is playing with a sickness that you're not pl- you're not playing injured. You're playing sick. Yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna mess this up for everybody. And uh, you have to go into a locker room environment after you play, regardless. So regardless if they try to social distance, locker room has been a breeding ground for sickness and infection since the beginning of time. Since yeah. the beginning of locker rooms, it's run rampant with infection, bacteria, and sickness. So it's like that's already a dangerous place. It's already a dangerous place. So, like, to AJ's point, you can't take this as the regular old gladiator mentality. Oh, uh, you, you rolled your ankle. You got a high sprain. Are you going to still play? What's your pain threshold? We get that. But this is something that affects other people. Your wife and children when you leave this locker room. Your mother, your father when you leave this locker room. It's a trickle-down effect. And it goes back to the leadership in America. Leadership in America hasn't taken this thing serious, so why would anybody else? Like AJ said, most NFL owners are friends with the president. So it's like, mm-hmm. you are who you hang around, man. So That's a fact. But you, you remember that time when the NFL had a uh, staff infection issue? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you mean to tell y'all? It took y'all a while to handle that. Cause it's like I said, it's hard, bro, in that environment, and even in hospitals. Like when hospitals get staff infection, it's hard for them to get it out. Like mm-hmm. they have to close it down and stop bringing people in there and clean and clean and clean and clean and clean, and then they have to slowly bring people back. So it's like, what are we doing? Like we got all this scientific evidence, and we just not going to use it. But we're going to watch the NHL, the WNBA, and the NBA just run smoothly, and and not follow suit. I don't get it. And the pushback that you're going to get is, you know, those those leagues have smaller rosters for those teams, so it's easier so to bubble that. But like you said, you had a whole thought out plan. Mm-hmm. You get paid regular regular money. They get paid millions. Yep. And you had a well thought out plan. And you took this. So I mean, I mean, I mean, what, what more can we say at this point? Like you say, I'm gonna give you your flowers. I'm gonna give you your flowers. Like I said, every time we report this, you, you get in the personal chat, you, you start going off. I be like, hey, you said it. You ain't get no pushback from me. Go ahead, and get your rocks off, brother. And they didn't have to do it like the NBA. The one thing that I that I spotlighted, and and my little COVID plan was that individual teams could bubble. Um, but the teams don't even have bubbles themselves. So it's like, all right, after practice, I'm going home. Lord knows what I'm doing tonight. I could be at the strip club. I could be at a house party. Then I'm going to come back to practice tomorrow. But if we just bubble, like, this is my thing. I don't care if you got to be away from your kids. The NBA players are doing it. Y'all make millions of dollars for these 16 weeks lock in. And be in a bubble type situation in order for us to get these games until the pandemic subsides. Like, I just don't understand why people just won't respect the pandemic. The sooner we respect it as a nation, the sooner we'll get out of this. And I, I know, Ken, you did the uh, the NFL COVID protocol. Mm-hmm. But I also, like, remember what I brought up 
because let, let me ask you this: When did the NFL release the schedule? Um, it, comes out, it comes out about like April, right? Like April, May, if I'm not mistaken. When right? is the draft? A, a little when, bit after the draft, I think, or right yeah. around that time. So, so here's my thing: If you knew since March, why not just you know say you know what? This isn't going to be a normal season. We have to do things a little bit different. And what I said is, like, for for instance, why not have the AFC North run their schedule, and, you know, the normal AFC North versus AFC North schedule, but do the NFC North versus the AFC North. So guess what? Now the Cleveland Browns, they only got to go to Detroit. Detroit is, what, three hours away from Cleveland? Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? That would have been smart. Cincinnati is what four or five hours away from Chicago. You know what I mean? So you can still you can still have these teams at least bubble in their own kind of area. And that way, Mm -hmm. guess what? They can instead of going through an airport traveling, they could bus the whole team on buses, charter buses for everybody that's been in your and in your in your facilities getting tested. Mm -hmm. They stay there. And you unfortunately, like you said, Cannon, y'all might have to be away Mm -hmm. from your family. Y'all still gonna get y'all money. Yeah. So y'all not gonna have to sit out of season so you can get your money. <laughs> and then you can send your family after. Yeah. And, and then they could test and have a family visit day like the NFL, like the NBA does. It's- and, and, and here's here's also a point that I had. If, so if you was gonna do no fans, like because I thought about this as well. If you're gonna do no fans, the NFL, their their divisions are so fucked up sometimes, just kind of like with realignment. So like Dallas plays in the NFC East. So instead of, you know, just having Dallas travel all that time, bubble Dallas somewhere in D.C., yeah. New York. It's yeah. plenty of space. Mm-hmm. So have them bubble in one of them cities. Hell ain't feeling that. Why not? Why not? Like, nah, that was, that? That, that, nah, that was a troll, bro. <laughs> you got my regular ass um, making sacrifices. Y'all make a million. Make a sacrifice. So look, so like bubble their ass in, the, in a city that's close. And guess what? Now all you got to do is travel up fucking 95. That's it, bro. No, it makes too much sense. It makes too much sense. And once again, you're a regular, you're a regular person coming up with solutions. And, and people getting paid millions aren't coming up with anything that resembles solutions. I just don't get it. It's, it's mind-boggling at this point. The only thing that they had when they, when they put the schedule out was something about the bad week that they could have canceled some of the bad weeks and played this um, if they had to. Cancel a week, they would have just canceled a week and then just played the rest of the season without bye weeks. That was the only solution that they had at the time of when the schedule came out. Yeah. So, so like I get what you're saying, Marcus, about there's hundreds more people in the NFL and then the NBA. But guess what? There's that the NFL is a billion dollar corporation. It's yeah. a billion dollar league. Mm-hmm. Make it work. It's the money behind it. But when there's money, if, it can work. If you, if, if you don't, if you don't want to cancel it because of the money, if you don't want to cancel it because you need to get this money, you need to sacrifice some money to ensure that it's going to work. Because I guarantee you, what happens is, if another outbreak or say an outbreak happens with six teams, yeah, it's what over. you gonna do then? Yeah, it's what you gonna, gonna be do over then? Like say. Like, like, I, like I've said, God forbid a star player gets this mm-hmm. and he passes away. Wow. God forbid a player yeah. gets this and he could never play again. Because mm-hmm. it's, been, it's been people who've gotten this. And got heart problems, yeah. And, 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 and they like they literally have been athletes. 
And next thing you know, they can't walk up the stairs because they yeah. can't catch their breath. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen when that starts happening? What start happening when your product gets diminished because now people can't perform? And not just this year, but they have lasting effects. So they can never come back. They can't, like, they, it's not like an ACL where they can come back next yeah. year. They can come back this year. Because yeah. we already know these college players getting it too. So now these college players that's coming in, they, that pool going to get diminished because they don't give a damn about them college players. Not at all. Not one bit. I, I can't agree with you saying the NBA is more lucrative. No, I, I, no way, no way, no, 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 no. no, no, no. It's more, no. Luc- it's more lucrative for the individual player. I, I maybe, maybe football, that's his point. Football, football in general is king in this country. It's the king. College, college football and NFL are king. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, don't nobody pay millions of dollars like they do for the NFL commercial spots. And those the NFL TV contracts. King. The NFL is king. And, and you know, NFL has some is. of the biggest future contracts in, in sports industry. And future contracts are contracts that are guaranteed based off your product for years to come. And the TV networks want to buy it no matter what, can it? Regardless, because they know that the NFL is a product, like AJ said, that people are going to watch, even if it's the Jags and the Dolphins. I mean, we go watch the game tonight so we finish this. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, miserable, but we go watch it. Exactly. But, Cause I sure ain't watching baseball. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, try to watch both. Y'all, I like, y'all know I like how much I love baseball. I like man. the fall I, I, I don't even watch baseball no more. But I like playoff baseball, man. I do like postseason baseball. I like postseason baseball. I'm, you know, because regular season is too damn, too damn long. I definitely love postseason yeah. baseball. But it just seems like, I mean, they compete with the NBA and the NFL. And, I'm that's, baseball. and that's what's making they it gonna, hard. They're gonna lose every time. Normally, they don't have to complete compete with the nba so that's just unfortunate right now that they're competing with the finals so yes until the finals is over that's gonna be my main priority but after that i'm gonna be watching the fall classic man because the yankees is here they I mean, pissing me off all season but they trying to make some moves now so i'm so <laughs> shout out to the yankees man shout out to the braves I think <laughs> like, before we transition uh i do not know who this um comment is it says facebook user on this one so they need to follow this instruction that AJ put in, but he said they canceled the preseason. And that's the NFL sacrifice right then and there. They said, hey, we canceled the preseason. We canceled the preseason. They made they the been trying, trying to get your ass to cancel the preseason for a decade. And you know what? They said, hey, we canceled the preseason, y'all. We can move on. And, and to piggyback off D. White's comment, he said, let us start a quarterback. It's going to take Patrick Mahomes yeah. to get it for them to ruin this season. I don't, gonna, I don't want that to happen. It's going to take Patrick Mahomes to get it in the super the day before the Super Bowl. Oh, man. That's the only way. Nah, if Pat, if Pat Mahomes gets they it. They're going to postpone the Super Bowl. They're going to shut down something. They're going to, we got to figure out something. We, we got to wait until we have to. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're, they're, they are willing to sacrifice, you know, some people because, once again, like you said, the NFL, next man up. That's what it's always been. But this ain't normal. This isn't no normal situation. And so that's why you can't you can't come into this situation just thinking shit is normal. You really got to make, you know, a conscious, thought-out decision for this. It ain't, it ain't next man up when it comes to the quarterback. We just seen rule, rule changes happen when it comes to the quarterback. We just seen Atlanta. Like D.Y. said, let us start us a, a top mm-hmm. starting quarterback. Get it, because if Gardner miss you, get it. They damn sure keeping it rolling. But let us a top tier starting quarterback get it. Oh, they oh, shutting shit. something down. They figuring Somebody, something out. Who, who's is it? Is it my stream or is, am I good? Yeah, you good. good. All right, cool. Never mind. Don't even worry about that, listeners. We are, we straight out here. 
Hey man, you go get you, you get your new um, Wi-Fi next week anyway. Hey, so I'm telling you, I, 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 I switched to that AT&T fiber optics. <laughs> oh, my, my shit finna be zooming. You hear <laughs> what I'm talking about? Talk to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, that was Candy, TJ. Don't put that on me. Candy said they go postpone, <laughs> postpone the Super Bowl. Now, but I'm saying if if Pat is in the Super Bowl and he get it, they not, bro. They're gonna postpone it, bro. Because he, no, bro, no, he, make a, a, he make a half a he make a half a Billy, bro. When when the face of the franchise, or the I'm not even yeah the league. Let me change that. When the face of the league need an exception, they'll make it. Listen, I'm gonna take it back to Cameron at SDE. He said 55-55 expellable. If you're uh, nice, they make sure that you're eligible. And that's going right. to be the same thing that happened for Pat Mahomes. If he get them boys back to the Super Bowl and he come down, God forbid he come down with it, but they're going to wait for him to get better. And God, and hopefully if he does contract it, that it, it is not one of those situations like you said, AJ, because there have been people contracting congenital heart disorders from, you know, side effects from having COVID. Um Here's what I think is going to happen. If Patrick Mahomes got COVID the day before the Super Bowl, we're not going to hear it until after he plays in the Super Bowl. And, like, and that's probably true, too. That's probably true, too. You got, the whole, you got, the, you got the whole offseason to get over it. Like, shit, playing the Super Bowl, nigga. Asymptomatic, a- a- <laughs> what's called? Hey, you're going to A-sit your ass on that uh, bench until it's time for you to go in and run this offense. you going to have a little mask on his joint. They're going to keep this thing rolling. That's going to be the only thing. They're going to keep this thing. That's the only two scenarios. It's going to be a new rule before the Super Bowl. Hey, don't nobody hit Pat Mahomes. Boy, going to run wild. But look, man. All right. In the spirit of keeping things moving, it was some um, before we came live on air. Um, some breaking NBA news. Um, you know your favorite three guys right here. We forecasted. You know before any of the major pundits. Just just go ahead and keeping it real. Before any of the major me- media outlets, we called for Doc Rivers to be fired. And lo and behold, a week, maybe ten days later, what do you know? Doc Rivers fire. fire. But there was a lot of people giving us flack when we said it. Then after we said it, a lot of people saying this, the writing was on the wall. We knew it. Listen, all we asking is up from our supporters is keep the same energy, y'all. We're going to keep the same energy when Cannon is wrong. Cannon is wrong. But let me get to my question. And this is for everybody. This is for y'all too. And it's also for everybody that's out there on the live. So you can put your answer in the chat. My question is, Doc just signed with Philadelphia 76ers, right? Mm-hmm. What is Doc Rivers' expertise that is going to take this roster to the next level? And what I mean by what is his expertise, when we talk about great coaches, they always have something, right? Like mm-hmm. D'Antoni got his running gun. Phil got the triangle. You know, Pop got, you know, his X's, his X and O's and and his no-nonsense type of mentality. Like, all these great coaches have staples or, like, one type of expertise that they normally hang their hat on. Um, so, what is Doc's? What is Doc's? Having a big three. His is supposed to be leadership and credibility. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to garner that. He's supposed to command respect. You respect Doc Rivers when he talk. You respect, you know what I'm saying, because he, like, he played... You know, he won. Mm-hmm. He, he's credible. So mm-hmm. if he says something, 
I'm supposed to believe what he says. Did PG respect Doc Rivers when he was stepping out on his daughter? Hell <laughs> no. no. But he wasn't his team. He wasn't his player then. Hey, respect, I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm respect, just, respect just don't happen when I just, all of us, like, it, ain't, it, ain't it an NBA fraternity? Respect don't just happen when you my coach now. But you I, know, when, you know it's different when women are involved, AJ. You know it's different. I'm just answering Cannon's question. And, I, 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 and I did say that, what you just said, I did say that in our Facebook group. I said the moment that he signed off, on PG coming in, that's really it. when he lost respect. That's when he lost that locker room respect, honestly. Because if you're going to allow that man to do this to your daughter, and it's well known what he did to your daughter, and you about to just sacrifice the, the integrity of your daughter for some championship, what type of man are you? That's You lose respect right then and there. But to answer Cannon's question, he's supposed to have credibility. He's supposed to have respect. He's supposed to be, you know what I'm saying, the man. So when he says something, you're supposed to listen. Global said out of bound plays. Yeah, <laughs> 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 said, I say defense and having a strong team mentality. You feel what I'm saying? That's what he supposed to hang his hat on. But I don't know if he hangs his hat on defense. I've never heard people really say that Doc is a defensive guru. Doc really have benefited from having a big three. So it's like, of course, if you have a big three a lot, he's had Kevin Garnett, yeah. Ray Allen in them. He had Blake Griffin in them. So if you always have a big three, you're probably going to be able to play some defense. And, and, and not even and not even a defensive mentality, but look at the players that he's had. It wasn't like DeAndre Jordan wasn't just, you know, some offensive threat. He was, he was a defensive. defense yep. and, and kept some lobs. Mm-hmm. Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett, when he was with the big three, he was more so of the intensity, and I'm gonna play defense, and I'm gonna be. Yeah. He, he, he was, was an enforcer. So, he was more so of the third guy because he was just gonna, he's gonna, you know, stretch. He was gonna stretch the floor, but he gonna get rebounds, and he gonna play. He gonna play hard. Yeah. And then he had what, uh, Big Baby and all Kendrick Perkins and all them other niggas, right? So yeah. it wasn't like he, it was, it wasn't like he had you know stars. He had people that were there. Look, hey, you're not here to get points. Cause when somebody is in the, when somebody is in the NBA and they think that they can get buckets, they gonna try and get buckets. But, but from what we've seen, we've seen numerous coaches have a lot of players and they can't handle them players. They can't handle these egos. They can't handle none so, of that. Doc has shown. I'm riding with course, you on that hill. I'm riding. Of with course, you on he that. only has one ring. We know we 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 know his limitations, but we talking about what he hangs his hat on. Yeah, he's hanging his hat on Leadership. managing these personalities i can, I can be able that. to handle y'all yep. i can agree with that so, so second so part second part of my question is okay if we we all agree that leadership is doc's expertise that he's gonna hang his hat on is that gonna be enough to get the sixers over the hump and by over no. the hump i don't even mean a chip i just mean to the eastern conference finals see but the issue Okay, let's let's okay. Last week, when what was it? 78, 78, episode seventy eight. We bashed Doc. We told you told you about Doc's limitations. We told you all that and whatsoever. But what we about to do right now is still let you know that he is a massive upgrade over Brett Brown. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That, that lets you further now. We boom. I'm walking in the building. That's credibility. I'm better than Brett Brown. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that right there is gonna hold something. Right then and there. They have a personnel issue, though. This spacing is awful with Embiid, Horford, 
And that's Big why I'm not shooting. To that's why Doc, Doc Rivers ain't going to do shit. He can't do nothing with this unless it's going to be a personnel change. Doc Rivers is not going to make this team better. He's not going to get this team over the hump. What type of personnel change you think they need, AJ? Shooters. Shooters. But uh, are, but yeah, are, are, are there a lot of free agent shooters? I don't think so this year. Bro, I just need something. So, I mean, but but what would you do if you if you Doc Rivers – and Philly, what move you want to make here? Who but you want to? Who you want to bring to the to the? I'll fuck around and call Jimmer for debt, goddammit. But somebody who can make a three, no, somebody, that's, I mean, somebody gonna think that's a troll. Somebody's really gonna I, think that's a troll. No, I'm like, I'm Jimmer for that. I'm dead ass serious. I he, he don't got to do nothing but run around screens and try and get an open shot. It's, but the thing, see, but like I said, any shooter, anybody that's capable of shooting. Cause you have the you have the wing defenders, you have the you know the slashes, you have the you have a good core, you have a good core of people. You just need some shooters, and you need another facilitator. Chris is you need right. Another facilitator. Shout out to Chris Brooks. He right. They don't have so they don't have no clear leader of, among the players, man. That's Doc. That's I, Doc. I know, but Someone no, they need a like, but they need a player to take that too. Like you gotta have a player extension too. You feel me? Like KG was kind of that for Doc in in Boston. I don't, I don't necessarily know that KG was that leader. KG was just that man. Leader. They would do whatever KG said in Boston. They loved him, man. Yeah, I about to say they KG, loved him. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, and B and they 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 argued a lot. You feel me? And it's nothing wrong with arguing. I'm not saying that that shows dysfunction or anything, but it's like. They both feel equal. Ben and Embiid, I feel like they feel equal. And somebody got to become the clear-cut leader, somebody that Doc could rely on and say, hey, this is how it needs to be in the locker room, period. We ain't taking nothing else. But, see, but that's supposed to, be, that's supposed to be Al Horford. They brought him in for his leadership. Yeah, that's a fact. Have you, have you seen Al Horford? He was, bro. Asked, I'm answering you questions, brother. <laughs> I'm not about you. He ain't. He, he, uh, no, no. What I what I need to happen is Ben Simmons and Joe L and B, whatever issues or anything that they may have, they gotta they need to have a Michael Jordan, Steve Kerr. Somebody gotta, get, yep. somebody gotta get somebody gotta get punched in the face. Yep. And then establish dominance and mm-hmm. be like, okay, now I, I'm the alpha on this team. Yes, you are you are good, but we somebody need to be established Batman and Robin. See, I think that's just me. I think that's a media blown I, I, bad I, I, thing. I, I'm not saying I, that, I'm not saying that, that any tension does exist. I'm saying somebody needs to establish who's the one and who. I don't care if you want to be the one A and one B, but it's not because I, even, I, even when even when even when LeBron went to the Heat, even when uh, even when PG and Kawhi went to LA, it, it was almost like you kind of knew when it came down to it. Like, hey, I'm gonna kind of run this shit. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? You shouldn't be I, up yeah. in arms about who's in charge. But I, I don't thing, think I don't think I don't think it's like they 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 both want to be number one. I get it, but two things need to really happen in before before anything. Joel got to get in shape. Joel got to get in shape, and Ben Simmons got to shoot something. I mean, we need an elbow jumper or something. He we just need something. an elbow jumper, and that's stop, what I've been stop. saying. Stop trying to perfect the long ball because it ain't gonna happen for you. Work on the elbow jumper. That's what KG had that could stretch that floor. Like like AJ said, KG was really there for rebounds and intensity and to be an enforcer. But guess what? As soon as you forgot about him, bam, hit that jumper from the elbow. And it was 
all the time he made it. So it's like, bro, if you ever think about leaving me, I'm at least going to get my shot instantly on you. So don't even think about it. It kept teams honest. But the fact that Ben Simmons can't shoot, that allows teams to just pack the paint on them. And you saw what happened. They couldn't even get a win in a bubble, man. It was god-awful. See, this is, but this is my thing, Chris. You, I believe you got to trade one of the, those guys if Simmons can't shoot. Okay, then what? You trade him, and then what? You get a whole bunch of people around Ben Simmons, and he's still not shooting. And then what? You just defending him like you do, like you do the Greek freak. Like, and then what? But at and least the Greek freak working on being better at shooting. We seeing progress. He and all, tried, and the Greek freak tries, bro. Like he, <laughs> yeah. he tries. I'm just saying. I, 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 like to me, like it was like we brought up when we first had this this conversation about Ben Simmons in the playoffs not shooting. And remember, like we used, like Rondo defense, they used to sag off Rondo hella, but then he at least try and like drive to the free throw line and pull up at least, at least, at least to make you at least pull up and try and defend him. Yeah. And w- when you say Joel need to be in the paint every single time, no, he don't because without JJ Reddick, Joel might be their best shooter. <laughs> that's, and that's crazy because Joel can knock it down, man. If anything, he needs to be the one stepping out. And and Ben, that, and that's another thing. If if I was Brown, right, and I know Ben is struggling with the shooting the way that he is, I would have put this man on the block and told him to post all the time since you can't face up. So since you can't face up, why do I continue to put the ball into your hand in a face-up position and wonder why you're not shooting? Stop doing that and practice everything. I'm going to put you on the block. I want your back to the basket. And if I see your back not to the basket, you're just going to run laps old school, bro, until you get it. And what did I tell you last week, Kenny? I said, if you big and you don't play big, you are easier to guard. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So he got utilizing his side. He ain't got no post game, no no, no nothing. You, you can't even dominate a smaller guy. Nothing. So what are you really out there doing? But just getting transition buckets. Transition and just, buckets. And ben, and ben does everything else well. No, he's he, a great defender. He is, man. He no, like, he, yeah. he, he, but he, at he, the end of the day, if you don't give me nothing, no type of attempt to shoot, yeah. attempt, like, you, you you really nothing to me. But then he be showing the videos. Like, Mike Johnson, I just seen one of his comments. Mike Johnson always posting, every summer he posting videos of Ben shooting. But then he we never the only see one. it. I, and, we, but I tell them every year, Bro, that's not going to transition into the game because, oh, I want to see him shooting on some real people. Show us a scrimmage of you shooting. Then I believe it. But if you just shooting with the shooting machine or just by yourself, I don't care about that, bro. Bro, my, my whole thing is, why are you practicing something that you're not going to implement in the game? That's, that's you you might, you might as well practice uh, your passing, free throw shooting, something. <laughs> You just wasting time I'm over here shooting threes for the hell of it, and you ain't gonna try it. You ain't gonna at least try it in the game and see if it works. That's like me going to the gym trying to dunk. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> it's never gonna happen to in this game, baby. You know what I mean? Like shit. I rim grazed before though. Don't get it twisted. Young Hill used to get up there. Just I rim grazed. I rim grazed now. You got hit the, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You, you the A. That rim grades ID, you'd have thought I Vince Carter that thing for. <laughs> I still got I still got the video of you clapping backboard though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so imagine it was ten times more. What, after the rim grades? Oh, after the rim yo, grades. Yo, D Hill D Hill went up. 
<laughs> his fingertips hit the backboard. He was in there punching the pads on the on the wall. Ah! You thought I did a broad chase down block. Bro. Well, well, maybe even worse. He had he had he, he had the backboard slap in slow motion. It was just like, and then and then the screen was this. <laughs> Oh man, oh, I'm gonna have to post that in the group. I'm gonna have to post that in the group. I got this off there. <laughs> man, listen, he he had uh, he had Dewan Blair vert. Please put that put that on the screen. Please. Yeah, please put that, put that up. Screen. He said that's why I believe Dan Tony would uh, be a good coach on the Seventy Sixers. He would help Ben score. Um, How? He How? would he would just help Ben do more How? of of. What we just talked about. He already scores in transition, and that's Dan Tony's strong suit, so I don't think it will help him. He needs to learn how to score in a half-court setting. Um, and Dan Tony don't know how to do that at all, Cannon. We just talked about that on episode 79. Um, so I don't know how he's going to help Ben get better and score more. Um, and we also know, real quick, that defense also – turns into offense. And so Dan Tony doesn't coach defense either, so that's also another opportunity that he's not going to be able to add on to offense for and that's Ben. That's why I was, just, I was just about to say, I think Dan Tony would hurt Ben because he's like, don't worry about defense. So one of the strong suits of Ben Simmons' game, he's going to tell him, like, don't worry, we'll get, we're going to get back in transition because we're going to expect them to miss. But no, because you got Ben Simmons – Trying to get to the lane every time. It's not gonna work. He needs to shoot. But somebody the Dan, Tony, the Dan Tony also wants you wants wants them to shoot a plethora of threes. Yeah. Nothing but threes. Yeah. And they don't the have nobody to do that. The we most, just said they we need they need shooting. He wants you to take the most attempts ever in a basketball game because we should probably win if we do that, based off analytics. How do we feel about a straight trade with Gordon Hayward and Miles Turner? Boston needs an athletic big man. But if I'm listen, if I'm any team, I'm staying away from Gordon Haywood. I don't I want him. No, no, the Boston Celtics fan base would lose their fucking mind <laughs> if they traded Gordon Haywood. <laughs> Gordon Haywood is the closest thing that they've gotten to Larry Bird since he left. If, if they leave, if they let Gordon Haywood leave, they will lose their goddamn mind. They need their great white hope. You feel what I'm saying? I think Gordon Hayward ain't going nowhere. I think, oh, I mean, to answer your question, Chris, Miles Turner would definitely solidify the Celtics. They need an athletic big man. They let the wing scores be free. The Absolutely. spacing would be immaculate. It would be great for the Celtics. I don't know why. If I'm the Pacers, why would I make that trade? That's definitely one-sided to me, and it makes absolutely yeah, no not... sense. Because the way that um, playoff, um, not playoff, uh, Bubble T.J. Warren showed up, and we could get a glimpse of that in the regular season. I don't need Gordon Hayward for nothing. I don't Damn. want I Gordon Hayward I, at all, bro. To And to piggyback off of what A.J. said, you know, how Boston feel, I think what they who they really need, and if we're doing a swap a swap trade, I think they need to go get Kevin Love for a Gordon Hayward. Because he can come in, Kevin he's, Love. Love can come in and do his job. He going to stretch the floor. You go stretch the floor. They give him a post present if they need it. He gonna get rebounds. You gonna get you gonna get you some rebounds. Mm -hmm. He gonna he gonna start that outlet. <laughs> oh for sure. Oh, yeah, he definitely gonna start that outlet. That outlet passes his. I think they should find a way. I think they should find a way to get get Kevin Love. And I actually I actually think at this point in Kevin Love's career that that, that, that wouldn't be a bad good. move. That wouldn't that be a bad be move. 
Because you will have a shot to do something now. Um, anything's better than where love is currently at. Yeah, oh, yeah. For, he want that. He, he want that. He want the hell up out of there, bro. And please just let the man go. I hate when franchises do that to people. No, yeah, ain't going nowhere. No, it's the Kevin. tail end of my career. And you're going to hold me hostage here in basketball hell? Yeah. He told y'all he had, he was mm-hmm. having mental issues. Yeah, that's why. Because they wow. won't let him out of his deal. Yeah. Kevin Love at $35 million a year. What is Gordon Hayward? Did he sign a max too? But everybody, get, everybody gets paid in the NBA. Everybody gets Make paid in work. the NBA. But look, fellas, we got to get to your topic, Hill. You know, we ain't got much time left. So, oh, yeah, the, the, you the know. Lake Show. The Lake Show. There we the go. The Finals. Yeah. The Finals match. I want to know what's y'all thoughts on game one and what's y'all thoughts for the rest of the Finals, how this is going to play out. Let's go. All right. My, my thoughts on game one, man, is didn't expect it. This this whole bubble playoffs, we've really been seeing close games. I think the bubble has been a great equalizer. You know, it's taken it's taken away home court advantage. And we really haven't seen that many blowouts. And the blowouts that we have seen, we see the other team normally comes back and get a blowout right back after. Um, so for this to be a blowout like like that, and they didn't have a, a part. Normally when we've seen the blowouts, we see a team close the gap in the third or or early in the fourth. Um, but it just didn't happen. This team looked completely devastated. Um, and it was the fact that the Lake Show was just really running like Showtime. Um, and then on top of that, the injuries happened. Um, and I hate to see it like this, especially yeah. in the finals. But for Dragic to go out and potentially won't play, that's definitely going to hurt Miami. Um, if, Bam yeah. is, if Bam is hurt. And even if Bam does come back, he's not going to be at full strength. He's just going to be pushing it. And also, Jimmy got a high ankle sprain. And y'all can say what y'all want about high ankle sprains, but I don't care. If you've ever had one before, trying to play basketball in the next 7 to 10 days is going to be some shh. You feel me? So so it's like, yeah, just walking, getting out of bed. When he he, he got out of bed this morning, that first step, he probably like, ah, like, I forgot that I rolled my ankle. You feel me? But man, I just hope I hope that these boys can get healthy and 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 put some type of effort together because I don't want to see four games like that. Even though as a Laker fan, I would be happy for the sweep, but as a yeah. basketball fan, I want to see a little bit more from Heat and from Spo. We talked about uh, about Spo being able to make adjustments and 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 do a lot of things. I didn't see much of it last night. And I also didn't see him get his guys out of there. Once I knew that Dragic got hurt and Bam got hurt and Jimmy had the high ankle sprain, I would have got Jimmy out of there way before. I feel like he let Jimmy log too many minutes after rolling his ankle. Um, But that's my take. It's like the comments keep saying, you know, Lakers is too big. And that's definitely a fact. Lakers are definitely too big. Everybody knew. Everybody should, everybody tried to disrespect Braun by saying, oh, he about to ride oh, ride AD's way to the finals. And AD is definitely key to this finals. Absolutely. And the fact that, but the fact that they're just too big. I mean, even when we downsize and we go small, we still ain't small. Like, we still big. Like, you come in there with Marquise Moore, mm-hmm. come in there with Kuzma, you got AD at the five, we still too big. And then, you know, Dwight coming in, he just dominating the boards. Mm-hmm. We just, they, just, they have no answer. Kelly Olenek is not going to be the answer coming off that bench. I mean, I don't know. You, you asked for Spo to do something. I don't. I really don't know what Spo going to do. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. It is it is Bron and AD on the other side. And you know what, man, you said, hell, prior to the season that we didn't care if it was PJ and Kawhi. So it's like, we yeah. ain't, it ain't we ain't worried about Jimmy and Dragic or Jimmy and Bam or definitely Jimmy and Kelly Olenek. So we know he, he lasted longer than what we thought. Oh, absolutely. He lasted longer than what we thought. All I know is if Kyle Kuzma don't put Tyler Hero on a poster, he completely lost this whole series. Kyle Kuzma been pissing me off, man. I need to see a lot more from Kyle Kuzma. He um he been a lot better prior to this, and it's just like him having to take a back seat is really hurt him. But he commented. It might just be. I don't know if it was Cannon that was froze. It was. Yeah, he was froze. Yeah, Cannon definitely. Back. Yeah, so definitely. Hopefully, they was able to get all of us. They were still able to get me and Hill while we were still going. So, but we back in action. Let us know if you can hear us. If not, well, I guess y'all hear it uh, on episode eighty. Episode eighty. Platforms. And the funny. Um, you had end of, you ain't high enough. We out. It's a wrap. No, I mean we can keep going. I can yeah. go on. I can go all night. We got oh, a nah. few more minutes here. We only got a few more because uh, <laughs> babysitter, <laughs> godmother of the year. She, she, I'm on the time limit, brother. So yeah. We appreciating the show too. Shout out to shout out to godmother of the year. You really be holding it down. I'm, I'm speaking for uh, mom and dad right now. You be holding it down. Oh yeah, for the fact you know we wouldn't be nowhere without her. Wouldn't be nowhere without her. Um, we not even <laughs> um the Calvary comments, they've been um put in the chat. If you're in the Facebook group, you know, say so we could go ahead and discuss those comments there. Uh there's no need to really further there to be actually I think I wanna actually listen to the podcast first before I actually comment on Kyrie's comments. I got the a lot of, a lot of the sound bites are coming out. You got the Jets to get their first game, first win tonight. Hey, bro, I've been winning pickings, bro. You better follow suit. Hey, somebody get Mike about the chat. Yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike you gonna have to just watch it, watch it back, bro. We we had a whole series on Doc, bro. Running back to we not on CP time, brother. We, when we yeah. say seven o'clock, we say when we say a time, we gonna definitely try to seven o'clock. Oh, but I got the um, I got the Broncos. I don't see the Jets. I, I'm ready for Adam Gates to get fired. If he lose tonight, he will get fired, and that's why I think they might do something tonight. Who's and the I, home oh, team? Who's the home team? I think the Jets are the home team. 
just gonna win. I had I made a I made a post in the Facebook group and I said I don't think we're gonna see a lot of firings in the NFL this year, be in season firings be, due to COVID. And I truly believe that. Okay. That's a, I truly believe I like that. that. And I because I, and the preface of that statement was why is, why does Dan Quinn still have a job? Bruh. But I would have fired Dan Quinn at, off COVID. You yeah. know, if anybody had to got fired, it should have been him. Okay. It should have been him, right? Because for me, with Dan, with Dan Quinn, everybody ain't no way that, 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 that Super Bowl loss, you already you already on thin ice here, bucko. <laughs> then the Cowboy loss. And then, then the Cowboy loss. And then... <laughs> the Nick Foles, he came in and let it come back on the, your ass. The yeah. Bears. You the Bears. The Bears. Bears. <laughs> you but, got that's and that and that he was a really and I didn't want because I I like Atlanta. I like if you from if you from Virginia, you you like Atlanta too. Like you know you have a you have an affinity for Atlanta. You have an affinity for the Sixers as well. If you're from Virginia, it, specifically from the seven five. My thing is. They should have fired him. And the fact that they didn't fire him, that lets you further know that they don't have nobody on their staff competent to take his place. Exactly. For one. For one. And for two, it's co- I believe it's COVID. And the same thing for Adam Gates. Adam Gates got blown out. The, the Colts. The Colts beat the brakes off the Jets last week. Bro, Everybody Rip, beat the brakes off the Jets. Philip Rivers is known to play behind and then throw an interception when it is most important. So I, I don't I don't care I don't I don't care at least make it close at least make it close and I'm gonna tell you Mike one more time we said seven o'clock mm-hmm. pull up at seven o'clock we appreciate you dude we appreciate you bro for real we really <laughs> do appreciate you but but we've talked about all of this yeah <laughs> you know, I had to run it back bro the audio so, coming out yeah, on all major podcasts brother like run, you can do the replay on YouTube if you have to you know the audio will come out on all major podcast platforms. I'm sorry, bro. We cannot. We, we can't go back with you, bro. I'm sorry, but we do appreciate your comment, brother. We truly do. But yeah, I, I think for me personally, I think there are going to be some in season firing, but it's 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 gonna it's gonna be if Mike this funny. Stuff, it's it's gonna be if this continues because I mean we we only in week four, but and so I, I agree with you, Jardine. I about to you put that on there. Yeah, like we we only in week four, so oh, like. The hot seat, the hot seat going. <laughs> it, it, it's bubbling, like you know, like when you first turn the pot on, and it, it like them little small bubbles, but it ain't that rolling boil yet. Yeah. So right now you got Dan Quinn. It's it's getting hot. Let let Bill O'Brien keep fucking up. He on there too. Yeah, it, it's all it, it's a couple. So I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell y'all it, it, it's coming. Just gotta give it some time. So this it's like it's like Novocaine. It'll work. My thing about the four-week grace period. Yeah, you get a four-week grace period for new coaches. You came in the season on the hot seat, Dan Quinn. You came in on, on the hot seat, Bill O'Brien. You came in on the hot seat, Matt Patricia. Yeah, you got a win last week. whoop be doo You came in on the hot seat, Adam Gase. And y'all doo. coming out trash. And y'all coming out trash. So how much grace period will we really go get y'all when y'all expectation was the hot seat to begin with? You know, I, but I, I do, I do feel you. You know, we definitely got to give you some leeway. No OTAs, no mm-hmm. preseason. I get it. I, yeah. I get it. 
if, I, if, if you come in the season knowing you on the hot seat, your ass better not sit down. It, you, you don't get comfortable. Hey, you better do everything that you can. But, but then, all the what about the other teams, though? Because Keem says who y'all think can beat the Chiefs. And it's like the, the Chiefs don't have no OTAs. They have no preseason. And they look good. So it's like. What you know, if if this team can get everything prepared and ready, and without all of the extra bells and whistles, why can't another team do it? So it's like, I honestly feel like some of these co- like I feel like if Adam Gates loses tonight, you should be fired, COVID or not. I feel like Dan Quinn should have been fired Sunday evening. Yeah, fact. You should have been fired Sunday evening, but if not, you definitely should have been fired. You should be, you should have been fired Monday morning, and here we are midweek. It's looking like you're gonna coach the team this week, which is baffling to me because you came into last season on the hot seat to me. You know, I think, but I, it I, is what it is. I believe I believe there are definitely teams out there that can beat the Chiefs. I think the I think the Ravens can beat the Chiefs. I just think the coaching doesn't allow them to beat the Chiefs. And so my whole thing is if the like the coaching gets right for the Ravens, they can beat the Chiefs. I think the ball control that New England has and the defensive mind that Belichick is, I think they can beat the Chiefs. We're so about, like, we about to see this week. So are you picking the Pats this week then? Absolutely I'm picking the pa- uh Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I, I, mean, I, I said I said, it, I said it's possible. I said it's possible. But the Chargers almost beat the Chiefs. And, but, and, but almost doesn't count, though. But what, what I will, what I will get, what I will give the Chargers, though, I think that they defensively game. Like I know it's, it's it may sound like I think they defensively game plan for Tyrod Taylor to, you know, allow him to. They brought that college play, play him into his shortcomings because they brought that college. Uh, Tyrod, Tyrod has some, Tyrod has some deficiencies. And Tyrod is known to not throw the ball deep. Tyrod is known to not try shit. Justin Herbert said, I threw interceptions in college. So what if I throw them now? Let, let, him, let fly. him fly. Yeah, and you to find out that Herbert's going to be in the game, going to start the game, the the, the kickoff. Yeah. You didn't find out till, till the beginning of the game. There's no way you can change your game plan right that quick on the fly. Yeah. So yeah. I give you that. If You know, in-game adjustments is definitely hard. But damn, like, in-game game plan? And... <laughs> like, and- I don't know if y'all watched, you know, um, Sunday Countdown. What Matt Hasselback was saying um, from his experience as quarterback, it is better. Like, a quarterback normally will play better if you didn't prep that week and they just say, you about to go in. So it's like, you really don't care now. Because really, you really just going to go in there and let it fly. Because what they're not going to be doing is going to your special package. They're going to basic football plays that you should have been knowing since high school. And it's like, you could just let it fly. But now, once you go to the regular work week and you're the guy, you're taking all the reps. You got to make the checks at the line. You got to do all of this and do all of that and make the right reads. Then it's much more difficult. Um, so it was saying that that was like the best thing that could have happened to Herbert. Um and what, kinda, they, what do they always say about football? You want to play fast. Yeah. The only way you can play fast is it's not, to not think. You got to yep. react. You got to react. For you to think of, for, for Jardy, and for you to say Raheem Morris got to go first, that's the, I think that's the reason why that they're not firing Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn is a defensive coach. He's a defensive coach. So that means to tell me the whole staff got to go. We need to throw this thing, this whole thing <laughs> away. And the fact that we can't do that, like, we – 
like I said, the fact that we can't do that, we got to just keep y'all right this out. And we, that's the only way. That's the only way. That's, that's the only reason that Derek Quinn still has a job. And that's why, that's why I need to say Matt Patricia need to go because the moment Matt Patricia stepped in that door, that defense was terrible, terrible. in Detroit. But Chris, I, Chris, I, I love what you're talking about right there. Let's go, Joey. Joey B. If they can get some wins. If they yeah. can just get some wins. They need some wins, man. man. First one coming Sunday. I'm, I'm, put, I'm putting it on wax. First one coming Sunday. And, and you know the funny thing about it, other than the Browns game, the Browns, Browns beat y'all. Browns beat the Bengals. But other than that, they've been in the game. Big y'all beat, the, y'all beat like, the Eagles. Well, at least y'all didn't lose to the Eagles. No, nah, they should have beat them. That was still a loss. Should have beat them. My, my whole thing is, I, I've told y'all personally, I don't like this coach. Like, it's literally, it's literally game plan. Well, go ahead and say and, it. Say like what you want to say about the coach. Like, like, get your rocks off. Like Zach Taylor has <laughs> got to go. Joe, Joe Bur- like I, like Joe Burrow is the real deal. Zach Taylor. He has put terrible people in place. Jim Turner, the offensive line coach, he should have never been hired. We have Frank Pollock, the offensive line guru, the one who put the Dallas offensive line on the map. He put he put Lou Ferrigno uh, as our defensive coordinator. Do y'all know who that is? Not the Hulk. I'm talking about Lou Anarumo, who was the who was the DB coach of the New York Giants. When we ever said the New York Giants secondary was fire, Jason Seahorn? He wasn't there. <laughs> like he let he he let he he let so many good coaches go when he took over and hired all of his friends. He got Bill Callahan, uh, Brian Callahan, uh, doing the OC. Him and they the office of they the office of coordinators together. But Zach calls plays. Yeah, I ain't, that's too many people, man. That's too much confusion. What did I say? I see the comment. Okay, shit. The Cowboys should be on three. What did I say that? I don't think you said anything. I think that they just saying that, and you know. Well, thank you, Atlanta, for the reason why we not on three. Yeah, and which Ooh. is why Dan Quinn should be fired. <laughs> I want Dan Quinn fired. I thought that's what you were gonna do for Zach, AJ. I thought you were really gonna say, get I, your I, rocks I, on. That was nah, the weakest. I, I want. I, he should I, be I, fired I, ever, bro. No I, one's gonna I, fire I, him I, with I, that I, type I, of talk. I was, trust me, I was building, I was building up. You know, y'all ever seen Farrakhan talk? <laughs> Farrakhan, Farrakhan come at you, he'd be like, yeah, we need to yeah. I'm, I, I'm working up to this because I got some shit that I get off, I got to get off my chest. But you know what? I'll table it to episode 81. Yeah, let's table it, man. Let's see what he do this week. Oh, I still want his ass fired. It's fucking Jacksonville. Fuck him. He got to go. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> fucking y'all know. Y'all know y'all can catch us on all major podcast platforms, Three Man Weave, Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave underscore. Y'all see us on Facebook right now. Shout outs to the viewership on YouTube. Make yes, sure sir. you subscribe. You got your notifications on so y'all know when we're going live. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. This is episode 80. I'm Bill. That's Annie. That's AJ. And we out. Hi.